Hey there, listeners. Welcome to Horror Movie Club. I'm Brian, and I am not on the phone with Ashton because I'm staring at him in the face. Awkwardly. <laughs> it's really awkward. <laughs> yeah. For the first time in four years of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is our four-year anniversary episode, by the way. Yeah. We're in person. Exciting. I know. I can't Never believe before. this. What did we say yesterday? It's been like seven years since we've seen a movie together? Yeah. Since we've watched a movie together in person. Right. And we just did that last night with Christine, which is an episode you've probably already heard. Right, by now. Yeah. And I think tomorrow we're going to record I Know What You Did Last Summer. Right. In person, so it's kind of weird that we're saying this is the first time because they've already... Oh, heard us be yeah. awkward once. We're already fucking up. This is how awkward it is. Yeah, yeah. We also don't know where to look. <laughs> Do we look at our computers or <laughs> each other's each other. faces? Yeah, I know. I mean, like, yeah. How we, is this like a conversation? Like, we pretend like we uh, are talking to each other versus... I mean... I think for some of this, this is also going to be a different type of episode, so we aren't going to be looking at our computers for notes as much. I think we have to look at each other. I guess, yeah. Sorry to say it. Yeah. Well, what we're going to do, listeners, uh, since it's our four-year anniversary, we wanted to do something different. I mined our Discord server for ideas, and I think we're going with the idea that Evil Coop suggested of a horror movie draft. So this will operate like a sports team drafts their picks. (laughs) Which neither Ashwin and I are super familiar <laughs> <No>. with. <laughs> like the least of sports people. <laughs> yeah, we, it was hard for us to figure out how this would work. But yeah. basically, there are 10 co- categories. You could think of them as like positions on a team. And we have to fill these categories with the players we want on our team. But the players will be movies. Mm-hmm. So at the end of this, we'll each have a list of 10 movies that will face off together in a competition on Twitter. Probably Discord and Facebook too, where you guys can vote. To see who has the best team of horror movies. Got it. Hey, uh, yeah, so I know I've asked, had to ask you a few times about how this works. Um, so at the end, if you're a listener and trying to, like, rank uh, these teams, you know, against each other, like, do you look at my number one versus your number one? Or do you look at it like, oh, this was number one that he picked for that category versus number one you picked for that category and square those off? Or do you looking at the list more, like, holistically? So, <clears throat> listeners, we've discussed this at length. We've been together for about 24 hours now. We met halfway. And I think Ashwin still might not quite get it. Yeah. Well, it's just going to be a list of 10 okay. movies. There's no ranking. There's no ranking. Okay. The, 10 slots, really. Got 10 it. positions on a baseball field that we've got to fill. Got it. Whereas there, are, I think there are normally nine. We know that much. Sure. Well, not uh, being like if I was looking at a baseball list of uh, players. Um, oh, yep, that's a thing. Baseball I, list of players. Go result, on. Okay, so like I'll look at. Well, is this first baseman better than uh, the other guy's first baseman pick? But we're not doing that thing. Right? Yeah, no, I think it's not a head to head. It's like whose team is going to win mm. the game. It's like those Twitter things where it's like whose table are you sitting at? Have you seen oh. those stupid things? Nah. And like one table has got like Nightmare on Elm Street oh. thing, whatever, and you've got it. Choose the table with the movies you love the most. Ah, oh, that's weird. So basically, yeah. they'll choose whatever 10 movies they think are better than the other group of 10 movies. Okay, that should be pretty easy then. Yeah, it's not like a head-to-head on each position versus each other or okay. anything. It's just, that's just a unique way. Yeah. We're trying to kind of get a unique group of horror movies here together, gang, because we've done top 10 episodes and stuff like that. Right. Felt like a good way to talk about some movies we don't always talk about, and we didn't just want to repeat our top five favorite movies again. Yeah, Top right. 10 or whatever. Well, cool. Yeah, I think you picked some really interesting categories. Yeah, so let's read the categories. And you can go in any order. We'll flip an imaginary coin to see who goes first. And the 10 categories are movie from 1983, which is the year Ashwin and I were born. A horror movie. These are all horror movies. 
a horror movie from 2018, which is the year we started the podcast, an anthology film, a Christmas film, one of the three new masters of horror, Ari Eggers, uh, Ari Eggers, Ari Aster, Robert Eggers, and Jordan Peele. You've got to pick one of their six horror films for your team. A film directed by a woman, a vampire movie, a foreign language film, a pre-1996 slasher film that is not a Halloween, Friday the 13th, or Nightmare on Elm Street movie, mm-hmm. and a found footage movie. So those are the 10 categories. Hey, uh, you said 10 categories, but for some reason I have 11 films on. Oh, we cut one category. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. we had a couple that we scrapped. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, so hopefully that makes sense to the listeners. And we're not going to go... Each person will choose whatever they strategically feel they want to choose to fill whatever category. We're not going to go down the list by category. Yeah. You just say your pick and say what category it fills. Oh, okay. You don't say the category and then the pick? You can do it either way, sure. Okay. And then at the end of our picks, or yeah, once we've got the category filled out, I'll probably say here are some options we left out there on the table that we didn't choose, you know, list off some movies from 1983 so the listeners have some grounding of what the pool of movies is like. Sure. And then how are you collecting feedback from listeners? Is this on Twitter? Yeah, I'll do do it on Twitter, Discord, and Facebook, I think. Okay, cool. And is there like any timeline by like when we, uh, when we'll make the final call? Good question. I think we'll put it up shortly after the episode and then uh, give it like a day. A day? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two cool. days maybe? Yeah. Maybe announce the winning team on the next episode, next week's episode? Yeah. Okay. Right. That sounds good. Any uh, wager you want to put down between us? Boy, it feels like we should, right? Yeah. Do you have something in mind? Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I like of yours that I want. Um my children yeah <laughs> which one yeah, I mean, yeah it's a hard pick i yeah. know which one you should pick <laughs> yeah based on the discussion this morning around pooping schedules uh interesting um i don't know maybe a, a cocktail next time we hang out okay that's oh a cocktail like jukebox oh that sounds great that? okay cool that sounds great all right um or some jukebox swag even oh yeah yeah oh your jukebox shirt but yeah you i have two of these okay Oh, okay. man, I'm not willing to wager that. I'll buy you some swag. I'm not giving you the shirts already. All right, all right, okay. cool. Swag. All right, well, enough uh, jibber-jabber. Should we Should we get down to it? Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, we, of course, don't have a coin to flip. Oh, I think I actually might have changed, surprisingly. Yeah. All right. Damn. Yeah. Look at you like it's 1998. I know, right? It's all right, what do you want, heads or tails? Uh, I'll take tails. Oh, boy. Tails. Oh, sweet. You go first. Okay, cool. Um, so for my first category, I'm going to go with um, one of the three masters on the rise. And Same strategy as me. That's <laughs> where I was going to go first. Cool. I feel like, uh, I don't know if we would have picked the same one here, but I'm going with uh, Jordan Peele and Get Out. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> I'm cool with that. All right. Okay, the ones on the board there that are available are Get Out, The Witch, Hereditary, Us, The Lighthouse, and Midsommar. Yep. I strategy-wise, it makes no sense for me to pick my mine until later. Oh shit! You, you know, maybe it does. Later. Yeah. Maybe it does. We all know you love to meet some art, right? So yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, I feel like if you have Get Out and Hereditary on your team, which you could take for a 2018 film, mm-hmm. it's gonna make for too strong of a list for you. So maybe I will go ahead and pick. But I don't even know if he'll pick that. 
Oh man, this is tricky. I know. There are a lot of good movies in 2018. There's a lot of like caveats and stuff. Yeah. Oh shit. I think. <laughs> I love sports. I think I'm gonna pick The Witch. Ooh, I'm wow. gonna I'm gonna stick in this category. My first pick will be The Witch nice. by Robert Eggers. Okay, cool, cool. So was Get Out like your first choice? Then? Get Out was my first choice, Out of the three and that's where I would have gone first as well because oh. I feel like we both want it. Yeah, yeah. And it's to me, it's the strongest pick. Interesting. I didn't know that was like a unanimous thing that like Get Out is like the strongest of those three directors. I would assume like those you'd have like a pretty equal weighting across those. You know, I don't think that it's unanimous. Okay. But I do think most people think the most culturally significant and probably the best movie on that list. I'd say the majority of the people would say Get Out. Get Out, yeah. But after that, The Hereditary and The Witch. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. I mean, and probably plenty of people who would say The Lighthouse or Midsommar. Right, right. Not many people are going to say Us. Yeah, I'd put Us probably at the bottom of that list. Uh, Lighthouse, I feel like, was also pretty divisive, right? It was. You and I weren't wild about it, so yeah. I knew neither of us was going to pick that. Right. Actually, I could see a lot of people picking Midsommar over Hereditary. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. That had that had a big fandom. Yeah, it did. All right, well, you go next. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we're just going to keep going back and forth? Yeah. Oh. Maybe well. I should write down who's who's on which team, though. Um, okay. Like a master list? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, shoot, man. Uh, knowing one of those movies is close to your top then i'm gonna have to knock this one out then and uh go top 2018 <laughs> i'm already losing <laughs> and uh just go with the uh, hereditary uh, as my number two okay how about you what's what's your next pick i think the next place i will go is hmm the pre-1996 slasher that is not friday the 13th Halloween or a Nightmare on Elm Street, and yeah. I'm going to pick the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah, okay, nice. I feel it was between that and one other movie for me, but I kind of, and Ashton and I have discussed, we're trying to blend our personal favorites and passions with yeah. what we also think will be the best, strongest team without sacrificing one for the other. Right. And I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I don't think it's a perfect movie, but it's incredible. It is, man. It's so original, uh, like authentic you can feel the sweat yeah uh, yeah i yeah. mean i think the first act of the movie maybe even just like the beginning of the second act is a little weak but then yeah. once it starts going it's just yeah damn it's over that was my number one for that category too that was, that was a good one all right good pick okay well uh how about how about you so next i will go with um found footage and for that i'm picking host from what like 2020 2020 yeah 2020 is it was a hard one, but yeah, that's the one I ended up uh, picking. All right, all right, cool. Good good choice. There's a lot of good choices in that category, actually. Yeah. I didn't think it. I know, especially going back like to like 2002 or three, like we've had a few good ones over the years. Yeah, there's uh, there's some, I mean, it was quite a trend for a while. People have gotten sick of it, but. Yeah. I think that's what made Host special, too, is like. Yeah. People were tired of it. It was the first like. Pandemic. Pandemic kind of, horror movie. Yeah. yeah. I know. Who, who would have thought like the pandemic gave like a. Cool opportunity for like a new approach to found footage. Yeah, right. It's pretty neat. Yep. What's your next pick? Okay, I think my next pick is gonna be directed by a woman. Nice. And I'm gonna choose the Babadook. Oh, good in one. 2014. Yeah. There were three. Actually, that's not. I mean, women need to be more prominent in all movies as directors. Mm -hmm. But the the category has a lot of strong movies in it. It does, man. Like, yeah, some of the top rated horror films uh, are directed by women. Yeah, and it's it's pretty deep. Yep. I, I feel like I had to stop 
writing them in for a while. Yeah, I know, I know. That was, that was a really hard one to choose from. Uh, but yeah, Babadook definitely rose to the top. Uh, I haven't seen that one in years. Like, I really wanted to put that at the top of that one, but then, like, I, I don't know if I remember it well enough. Have you seen it again recently? No, I mean, yeah, you and I watched that probably back in, like, 2015. Yeah, and it still stuck with you? Yeah, I mean, I think we both gave it, I don't know, I'm tempted to say we both gave it, like, a five. Wow. And I have a feeling, now that I'm a parent, I would probably just appreciate it even more. Right, so, right. Yeah, there, that was difficult, too, that there's some on here that I've always thought of as great movies. But since you and I have started the podcast, I'm just, like, looking at movies differently and more critically. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder how I still feel about that movie. Right. So I'm tempted to go with stuff we've seen in the past three or four years. Right. But, um, but then there are other movies where I'm like, I know that would hold up. And yeah. it's all And it's discussed... In the horror zeitgeist with respect, too, so... Oh, Babadook? It's polarizing, yeah. but I think there's a lot of people who consider it okay. one of the best. Yeah, yeah I'd love to uh, watch that one again. Uh, has that director done anything else? Uh, what's her name, Kent? Jennifer Kent. She yep. did The Nightingale, uh, I want to say a year or two ago, which mm. I don't know much about. I think it was a rape-revenge movie. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised. I heard it was intense. Yeah, I'm surprised she doesn't fall into like one of those three masters in the rise, because uh, that was just like a year or two later. And, like, everyone's, like, been crazy about those three, but, like, she was, that was her first film, and I don't know, is that just, like, sexism or what? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. It could be. Or was The Nightingale just not good enough? Or, or yeah. was it too, we should check that out. Yeah, I know. I guess I mean, maybe the it. subject matter was just too taboo or intense to, right. that it kind of, like, isolated her from that conversation. And you're probably right. I mean, it could just be sexism. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to follow some of her work. Yeah. Interesting. Well, good, good pick. That, that's a really strong one. I, I think spoken of really highly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump to foreign language. And my pick for this was Train to Busan. Oh, okay. From, uh, Korea. All right. I hadn't quite South settled Korea. on what I would choose from that, but that, that's a good, that was one of my finalists. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great zombie film, man. A very good zombie film. Yeah. I remember when it first started, I feel like somewhere in the first act, I was like, ah, this isn't going to be good. There's yeah. like this stereotypical like strong man in it that seems so cheesy and oh. i was like oh this is going to be a poorly written movie right but then it really it comes into its own and it, i was i remember i cried really hard at the end of that movie yeah so much heart in that yeah uh, and it's all around like a father and son right daughter a oh, father and daughter okay yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah very very heartfelt yeah tearjerker of a movie emotional for sure. yeah yeah that's another uh, parenting theme kind of yeah right hmm, that's a trend here Hey, uh, speaking of foreign found or foreign films, uh, I know we were having a discussion earlier, and I forget where we landed. What are we? De- uh, what was our decision on foreign films? Is it any non-English? We decided. For- oh yeah, we went back and forth on this because we were like foreign language film, but then we didn't want to isolate all the, those Italian films, like all right? the Italian films that are dubbed and like yeah. recorded. Even well, they aren't recorded uh, yeah. <laughs> on the set. Everyone's speaking their lines in different languages. So is it a right. foreign language film? I think we decided to include those. Okay. So it's basically anything from a country that doesn't speak English. Yeah. Cool. That works. Okay. Uh, Okay. Let's see. What's my next category? I'm all confused now because you went first. So some of these that were a priority I can save until the end now. I know. Uh, Let's see. And you already picked your found footage. Yeah, I know. It's going to be some dead air. I think I'll go with anthology film. Ooh, Okay. There is a lot of strong ones in here, but I think one takes the cake, and that's Creepshow. Ooh, I had a feeling you'd pick that one. Yeah. I, that may not have been up in the air for you, so maybe strategically that wasn't my best choice. <laughs> there are a lot of... I love anthology movies, and 
I think there's another one on this list that actually could be my personal favorite, but it's so close mm-hmm. that I feel justified in cheaply going for what I think will help my team be the strongest team. Sure, sure. In this imaginary competition that takes place on social media. <laughs> no, that's a good pick, man. Uh, and that was Stephen King written or produced or screenplay? Yeah, Stephen King wrote the screenplay okay. and George Romero directed it. Oh, okay, wow. And we, that's one of our lost episodes. We recorded an oh. episode on that mm-hmm. very early, like yeah. three years ago maybe, and it accidentally got erased or deleted or didn't record or something. Shoot, yeah. So I think that would be a great one for us to Circle do again at some point. Yeah, yeah. I think I appreciate thinking a little bit more now than I did back then, too. And we've watched more anthologies since then, yeah. too, and seen how Creepshow has influenced other anthologies. Right, right. So I think it would make it even more exciting to go back and, and watch that again. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, I'd love to check that one out again. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Then I guess my next pick, I'll go with the pre-19... Did you pick 1996? Pre-1996. Oh, okay. Why 1996? Scream. Oh. I was just a way to exclude Scream (laughs) from the competition. Okay. (laughs) Makes sense. It's a weird narrowed down category. I was just trying to get get some unique films in the mix. Okay, cool. Although Texas Chainsaw is not unique. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's definitely But it's not one that either of us would typically put on a list of favorites. Of, yeah, you're right. We um, like it and respect it, but... Yeah, and, uh, late 90s was, like, a comeback for slashers, so was it, like, screaming onwards that you had, like, the... I know what you did last summer and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. That makes sense. So, yeah, my, my pick, uh, I think just makes that cuff, I believe. Uh, it's the original Candyman, uh, for the pre-1996 slasher. Oh, my first pick was Texas Chainsaw, but you took that one. So, yeah, okay. Candyman. Great pick. That's where I would have gone to. That was my number two as well. Okay. I honestly feel like maybe it's a toss-up between that two. I think I like Candyman a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I guess I'm, I'm going for competition more than I expected myself to. <laughs> I know. Who knew? But both of those are great movies. I also feel like Texas Chainsaw is something that could, like, they could even out. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I'm at, like, a 4.5 for Candyman and a 4 for Texas Chainsaw. Right, I right. wouldn't be surprised if Texas Chainsaw is a 4.5 one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, like it comes down from a 5 to 4.5? No, it's a four for me right now. Oh, so I oh, think it might go. come up. Oh. I might grow. My affections might grow for yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. I think with age, it only gets better. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think for sure, you appreciate more and more how no other movie can quite capture what it did. I know, I know. It's There's so very few movies like that where it's just like, nobody can ever do this right. again. It's kind of timeless. I mean, yeah. You could call Blair Witch one of those. You could call Halloween one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that like tracks back to like the production story of like all the shit people mm-hmm. went through to make that film and yeah, right. it's like so unique, like you can't really replicate that. And how much how little money they had, what they had to do to get right. the shots, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It creates a certain energy. It does. Wait, yeah. whose turn is it? My turn? Your turn. Yeah, I just said Candyman. Okay, you've have we chosen the, nobody's chosen a vampire movie yet, no, right? No, we haven't in that category. Or a Christmas film. Nope. Okay, so I think my next choice will be Vampire Movie, and I'm going to choose Let the Right One In from 2008. Damn it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I had a feeling you would want that. There are some strong picks in this category. There are. Let the Right One In is far and away... No, I shouldn't say that. It is the most artistically accomplished, I think, of the vampire films. Uh, Maybe I can't can't even say that. (laughs) Actually, it's funny, because when I look at this list, I see a mix of very artsy like thoughtful cinematography forward yeah. filmmaking and then I see kind of like fun yeah schlocky campy nostalgic type stuff yeah that's interesting you, you think there's something about like vampires that lend itself more to like artsy uh like uh con- concepts or something or approaches 
I, yeah, I think ever since Nosferatu, there's a certain aesthetic that can go with vampirism, whether it be gothic or like a more modern sexy. Yeah. So you can attach yourself to either of those aesthetics. Right. Um, there's also like a wintry aesthetic theme in a couple of these movies. Yep. Um, I think you can go in hard on those two aesthetics. And there's also just kind of like a quiet tragedy to a vampire character in some way, like living eternally. That's There's something artistic about it. There's yeah. something deeper there. It is, yeah, yeah. Especially compared to like zombies or ghosts or stuff. Uh, yeah, they're kind of more nuanced character. Right. There's like some romance, romance embedded in there. Yeah. yeah, right. And I don't know why we choose in some periods, like in the 80s, we went campy with it. In the 90s, we got sexy with it. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's that's a good pick. Shoot. Um, yeah, that, that's what I had. But actually, now that we just talked about it, I, I, I might have a different pick on that. There's one. some strong backup picks there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's what was like, a, I'm not, are you like, where would you put genre-wise like vampire movies? Are you, is that one you're crazy about? Like, do you seek them out? I feel like I'm not so uh, hung up on them. I'm not wild about them. But they're interesting to see. And I actually, I when I saw Jacob's Wife last year, yeah, it kind of made me feel like, I want to see more vampire movies. That was a great one. Um, it's cool. It's cool to see what people do with it, right. what people do with the stories. So yeah. I feel like I'm not wild about it. But then at the same time, when I look at some of this, the movies on this list, right, I do like it. Yeah, I feel like I'm always like surprised how much I like vampire films. It's kind of a deep field, whereas like zombie movies have like a few really good ones and then kind of like... A lot of garbage, yeah. Not garbage, but like mediocre. Sure, sure. So yeah. Okay. Okay, good pick, man. Um, so that was your vampire things. So what are we down to? Okay, cool. Then I'm gonna jump to uh, um, what is this? Oh, Christmas films, and I'm gonna go with Black Christmas, the original. Mm, all right. Great choice. I think that is the best Christmas movie. That's that's what I would have chosen as well. Cool. Also, a field where there's a few other standouts, but... Yep. Hmm. I know, that was between that and one other one, which I'm sure you know which one that one was. I don't, actually. I mean, I have a feeling, okay. but was it Gremlins? Oh, no. Oh, I forgot that was a Christmas film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think Grampus? I, uh, it was Grampus, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's one of those where there's a steep fall-off. There's yeah. like four movies that are like pretty... <laughs> legit great movies right then it kind of falls off it does yeah and black christmas is one that can appear on a few different slasher this here it could have gone slasher yeah, yeah. christmas horror yeah hmm. okay all right interesting yeah, good choice go yeah what about you okay i think now i have no threat really i don't know if i need to be strategic oh wait we haven't done movie from 1983 yet oh yeah i know yeah oh man okay this was a weird 1983 is not a great year for horror. (laughs) You and I still need to see a lot of the movies that came out that year. But I think part of the reason we haven't seen them is because they're not not really in the zeitgeist that much. Yeah, not a great year. Or well regarded. Uh, I think there's a pick that is the best pick. There are two picks on here that I think would fare well better in a competition. Okay. But I've got to go with my heart and say that Psycho 2 is... Easily my personal favorite from that year. Wow. I thought you were going to go with like Videodrome or Videodrome. I like Videodrome. Yeah. Honestly, on rewatch, now that I've seen way more Cronenberg, I might appreciate that movie more. Yeah. But I liked Psycho 2 better. Okay, cool. Wow. That's a, yeah, that was a pretty good movie. weird to pick a sequel. I know. Kind of maybe an obscure sequel on this competition thing. I feel like it's not a good choice. I know. That's bold going with the sequel uh, because I feel like, yeah, viewership's definitely going to be lower than like 
I mean, how many people have heard of Psycho 2 versus... Like, yeah, I mean, like our, you know, and again, oftentimes we are less informed than our listeners, so maybe sure. Psycho 2 is... Maybe. It's big. The cream of the crop. I think when I saw that, I was like, I coming into it with the mindset, Psycho 2? They made yeah. sequels to Psycho? Right, right. And I was pretty surprised. Yeah, surprisingly good. And I think for a year that like has pretty low uh, delivery, Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I think I just wouldn't have slept as well at night. I, I would have felt underhanded had I chosen Videodrome. Oh, okay. Wow. I thought you were just going off like on a, a Cronenberg uh, rant the other day. I was. I, I was just telling Ashwin how Cronenberg... I still need to watch more uh, Craven, yep. Romero, Carpenter films. But I was telling Ashwin that I think Cronenberg might be like my favorite horror master. Right, right. He's just got so many strong movies. And like weird little movies that are yeah. like... This is odd and uncomfortable, but I I, I'm digging it. Yeah, it's really cool when a director like has a style that like you know is so unique to it's them. It's so unique. Yeah, it's so unique. Totally a Cronenberg film. A Carpenter has a unique style as well, but it's like also kind of like exemplary of the '80s in general. Sure. Like, yep. You can you can kind of feel like a movie is a Carpenter movie, but it's also so '80s, and Cronenberg's just very distinct. It is, yeah, uh, and his stories are just like out of this world, like so yeah. unique. Well, good pick, man. Um, yeah, I forgot Psycho 2 was that year. Uh, yeah, I don't think mine are at too much risk anymore. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll stick with the topic that you picked of 1983 film. And I went with a recent watch, Sleepaway Camp. Uh, pretty controversial film, which I give it credit for being so controversial. Not sure I entirely agree with uh, the portrayals that it had. But uh, still, it's like a good talking piece. And uh, I appreciate some of the things that they did there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's. I think Videodrome and Sleepaway Camp were the two prominent choices, fan favorites. Yep. In that cool. category, uh, I'm trying to think of what I haven't even chosen yet. I think I'll go with movie from 2018, and cool. I'll choose A Quiet Place. Oh, oh, I forgot that was 2018. Damn, yeah, that's a good one. But I still think you're pretty big. You like Hereditary more than I do. I think maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like to watch Hereditary again, though. Okay. I also I feel like if I watched Hereditary again, I might regard it even more highly. And I'm also worried, even though I just chose A Quiet Place, which I gave a five to, mm-hmm. that when I watch A Quiet Place again, I might go down a little bit. Um, I don't know why, but in the theater, A Quiet Place was an amazing film. Yeah. Do you think it uh, has anything to do with like having seen the sequel now and uh, kind of comparing it to that? I think it's just one of those movies that is so unique. In a way, it's not unique because the structure of it is very like big horror action type movie. Right. Uh, but the, the the premise itself and the overall silence in a lot of the film yeah. was really unique. And just some of that tension in the theater and the juxtaposition between yeah. silence and noise right. made for like a really unique experience that I felt like really strongly about the movie when I walked out of the theater. Sure, yeah. Great. Some of that's worn off. Yeah, great like family theme too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, d- dealt with grief really well. Shit, that was, that was a good one. Then, like, we watched A Quiet Place 2 last year, and I was thinking, yeah. like, some of the magic's worn off, this will be fine. Yeah. But then I gave that a 5 too. so I'm like, <laughs> it's yeah. weird because I don't have as much affection for these movies as I do some, like, smaller films. Oh, you haven't, I won't, I won't mention the name of this film. I don't want to give you <laughs> ideas. There are some movies that have been in my top fives. Okay, look, May the Devil Take You. Okay. That's the same year, 2018. Yep. I love that movie. And I like want to sing its praises as much as I can because I don't think many... Eh, it's underseen a little bit. Is that the Indonesian film? Yeah. Okay. Timo Tama... 
Hante. I can never remember how to pronounce his last name. Yeah. I have more affection for that movie, but I think A Quiet Place is a better movie. Um, mm-hmm. So it's weird. I'm in a weird position with the Quiet Place movies because I don't think about them much. I know. But I love them. And yeah. I like, can't deny, like, that's a great movie. What, what else could they, what could they have done better? I know. Yeah. I, th- I think there's something really special about them. Uh, there's definitely like a third one coming out soon too, right? To kind of close out the franchise at least. Maybe. Is there? I can't remember. I, I think there so. is, right? Yeah. Isn't it a prequel? Um, oh, what? They I think it's like back? A Quiet Place Day One or something. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Uh, that's not really what it's called, but it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. I think. Cool. Um, I think part of it is that they're a little, they're poppy. Yeah. They're, they're for they're, everybody. You yeah. Know? They, they get a lot of crossover fans, which is cool. I know. But I think that's maybe why I have a bit more affection for Indonesian homage to the Evil Dead because it's sure. like more niche. It is, yeah, yeah, more. Uh, that yeah, that's cool. I almost like yeah. I feel like if I had like those two choices, Hereditary and A Quiet Place, in front of me, and I had to pick like one to watch, I would was I think I would pick A Quiet Place. So it was really watchable, yeah, and uh, like easy to revisit. Whereas like Hereditary is like this heavy like a uh, drama, which is kind of tough to watch. Yeah, and, and that would make it hard on a rewatch too. Is like it could become kind of a drag. Yeah, right. Um, I don't think. Yeah, have you seen A Quiet Place again? No. Oh, okay. And speaking of the Quiet Place sequel reinforcing how much I liked the original, May the Devil Take You 2, <laughs> the sequel to May the Devil Take You, was not very good. Oh, okay. So it kind of uh, yeah. degraded the, the mental one. image I had of the first one a little yeah. bit. But I've really been meaning to rewatch that one. Cool. So Which, yeah. one? Which one? May the Devil Take oh, You. Oh, it's part two yeah. or the first one? The first one. Yeah. To just see if it's still as special as I thought it was. Yeah. Because I know some people like on our Discord server have seen it. Mm-hmm. This is not unusual for me to be like, this is my favorite movie of the year, and our Discord people will be like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't feel like that one got like a, enough uh, publicity here, but I mean, it's a foreign horror film. It was, it was tough to get a lot of momentum. Well, since we've buttoned up the year 2018, yep. I think I can read all everything that was on the board for that one. Uh, well, yeah. there's plenty more that was on the board, but I'm going to read some that stuck out to me as possible choices sure. or, or big names. Overlord, mm. Halloween 2018. Revenge, The Perfection, mm-hmm. which I have a soft spot for. Mm-hmm. The Ritual. Oh, good one. Yeah. Cam, Bird Box, which is kind of a punchline, but I honestly thought it was a pretty good movie. I know. I thought one of us might have fixed Bird Box. That's yeah. interesting. Veronica, Butterfly Kisses, The House That Jack Built, The First Purge, Incident in a Ghostland, Apostle, Mandy, Annihilation, Climax, Suspiria Remake, and Upgrade. Dude, that was a big year for horror. It was a great year. Yeah, some of those are like still like really re- uh, rewatchable. I think so, too. I think that was a really strong year for horror. It was. It was. Wow. Cool. All right. Uh, what, what, do we, have, we each have like three films left, right? I have totally lost track, so we might need to like edit some stuff out while I get my shit together to give a recap later. But whose turn, whose turn is it even? I think it's mine, because you just picked 2018, right? Uh Quiet Place. Yes, your turn. So uh, I will go with, um, I guess, a uh, female director. Yep. Directed by a woman. And I'm going to pick Censor uh, by Prano Bailey Bond. That was the movie I didn't want to mention earlier because it might put the idea in your head. Oh. <laughs> Great choice. All right, thanks. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was such a cool movie. Uh, we haven't done an episode on that, have we? No, and I think we we like kind of said in our year, top five of 2021, that we should do an episode on that. Right. That's actually that movie I had in mind when... A lot of our Discord people have watched that and been like, yeah, you guys were not really right. Oh, with, with <laughs> Some our, people have liked it. With our top list? Or, uh, I think, yeah, some people thought Censor was underwhelming oh. after, after we talked it up. Okay, okay. Some people did like it, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I would of, like to do an episode on that. We should. We should. It's a cool approach. Cool, yeah. Cool concept. I um, think another strong... There's 
Actually, there's many strong picks in that category. Yeah, totally. Uh, what else did you have? Like Candyman? Um, what else? Candyman 2021. Yeah. I think the strongest pick for the... Well, Sensor uh, is like... That's a you pick. It's yep. not going to be a strong pick for the crowd. Okay. I'm telling you that right now. Okay. <laughs> Even though I'm probably going to lose. The Babadook and Pet Cemetery from 1989. Oh, that was directed by a woman? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's I awesome. I think her name... Well, Mary Lambert, I want to say, was her name. Yep. Although there are some movies, some people I think like don't think that holds up, but anyone who saw Pet Cemetery as a kid was yeah. terrified. Right, right. And I think that the people our age who saw it as a kid they're going to go hold that movie Pet in Cemetery. high regard. Yeah, okay. But neither of us chose Pet Cemetery. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, damn. Uh, and the other big picks that, uh, like I saw Satanic Panic was in there, which yeah. I, I liked a lot. But, yeah, uh, uh, Revenge, which Re- was also on our what I just read for 2018. Right. Fresh. Oh, which Fresh, we did right, an episode that we just on. watched, yeah. right. Yep. The Invitation, Titan, mm. Candyman, the new one. Raw, Raw. I guess, yeah. Yep. The Love Witch, Tiger's Not Afraid. A big favorite in the fandom that we should probably do an episode on is Near Dark, mm. directed by Catherine Bigelow, who oh, then yeah. won Best Picture for yeah, Hurt Locker. Locker. I, didn't I can't remember if she won Best Director and Best Picture uh, I forget. that year, but yeah. she. Uh, so that's a horror film, Near Dark? Yeah, Near Dark is a vampire movie with um, Bill Pol- Wait. Okay, it was Bill Paxton, Paxton or Pullman? Bill Paxton. Paxton okay. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I'm sure that's probably a great vampire film. That uh, a lot of people think is really great. I yeah. saw it years and years ago and kind of was like, okay, fine, it's decent. Okay. But I think I might appreciate it more now. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. American mm-hmm. Psycho. Good Night, Mommy. XX was is an anthology from 2017 of all. Yeah. Women directors. Yep. The Lodge, Amulet, Honeymoon, Fear Street Trilogy, St. Maud, Relic, Bird Box, The Rabid Remake, and American Mary. Okay. A lot of those are like more recent too, right? Yeah. Um, probably not a coincidence, unfortunately. Yeah. Women are now gaining some ground right, as right. directors. Yeah, it's really cool to see them coming up. And like, so, yeah, some of the best movies in the last few years have been women yeah. directed. Right. This is awesome. a strong list. Yep. And yep. a lot of these I haven't seen yet and would like to. I'd like to watch Tigers Are Not Afraid. Mm. Yeah. Um, actually, I've seen a good amount of these. Never saw the Fear Street ones, but you like those. I really like the Fear Street ones, yeah. yeah. Those are awesome. All right. Uh, I am After my rambling, I think it's my pick, right? Yep. <laughs> <sighs> so what's left for me? I haven't picked foreign language or found footage. Hmm, you're right. Yep. I think I'll go foreign language. I'm going to go ahead and pick Inside. Oh, man, French Extremity? Yeah. Oh, why would you do that? <laughs> You're trying to, trying to gross people out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I will lose. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's incredible. Okay. I think it's such a good movie. I mean, Suspiria was up there for me. Mm-hmm. But the more I watch that movie, I don't know, maybe I've just seen it too many times. It's, the wonder is wearing off for me. Yeah. So Suspiria seems like it would have been the smarter choice. Mm, that's something like a crowd favorite, I think. Yes. Yep. But since I feel like I'm going to lose anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go with Inside because I, that's the highest rating I gave any movie on this. I gave that a 4.5. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Cool. I think that is my favorite. I like the whole new French extremity genre that we've seen. Uh, that one, like, yeah, I thought it did, had a great, like, home invasion angle to it, which is really cool. And, uh, yeah, some good themes behind it. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was a strong pick. That's it's a good one. like gory, disgusting, intense, a yep. little taboo. Yep. But it's also, like, legit scary and suspenseful. Right, right. Yeah, It's a cool movie. I liked it. That was a great one. Good pick. Uh, Should, you already picked yours, right? 
Foreign language, yeah, I did. Um, I was trained to Busan. Um, Any others you considered? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll let the right one in, but yeah, they, right. they, you picked that one. Um, let's see, uh, foreign language, no, oh, and rec uh, mm. from Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish found footage in 2007. Yep. Um, I do think we need to watch more for. I, I don't feel like we've done one in a long time, have we? It's been a while since we did a foreign horror film. Yeah. I think. Unless Raw. Is Raw considered? Oh, yeah, Raw. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That was pretty recent. Right. Um, yeah, again, repeats on, on a lot of these lists. Revenge has showed up three times on this list, I think, right? Oh, was that? That was in foreign language, was it? Uh, yeah. What? What language is that? I think it was. I think it was in French. Oh, interesting. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Suspiria is a contender. Ringu, Titan Raw, Martyrs, The Beyond, Zombie, Dead mm-hmm. Snow, Terrified, Troll Hunter, Veronica, Deep Red, Blood and Black Lace, basically anything by Fulci, yeah. Bava, or Argento. Yep. Audition. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That's Japanese, right? Yeah, it's pretty okay. intense. Godzilla, even? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Battle Royale, Goodnight Mommy, His House. His House. His House? That, that, can you, I think that's in English. Was it in English? thought so you might be right i can't yeah. remember really what okay if i've seen something and it had subtitles i just yeah i know like that stuff because a lot of movies now like blend it right like, yeah yeah um so I, I could see i feel like it took place in england but yeah, yeah i think your main characters uh were immigrants so maybe it was uh, oh right right maybe a yeah that's true i think it was in english right. interesting uh funny games juan mm-hmm. yeah yeah huge list there yeah yeah i feel like a uh, ringu i was surprised uh I think we both like the ring a lot better than Ringu, right? I actually like Ringu quite a bit, but the ring, the ring is, it's better. Right, it's a it's better a little, movie. A little sharper. Yeah. Um, I one uh, we haven't seen, or I haven't, I haven't seen the Wailing. Have you seen that one? No, but I'd like to. The Host is another Korean one. Oh, that's I'd a like good to one. See. That's by the Parasite guy. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a strong one. Cool. Yeah, there's some good ones out there. All right, cool. Did I just pick that? Yeah, I just uh, picked. So it's your turn. Cool. I will go with anthology. And I'm going to go with the original VHS as uh, the best, uh, or, yeah, my pick for the anthology. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was, like, really fresh and groundbreaking when it came out. Uh, and a lot of, like, prominent directors in that first one, right? Wasn't, like, Ty West in there? Ty West was in there. Uh, uh, like, a few others who've, like, gone on to do some interesting movies. Yeah, who else was in there? I don't know, man. I feel like I was just re-watching some of them. And uh, it was giving me the creeps. Yeah, it's, it's a cre- All the VHS movies have at least one or two segments that are legit scary to you. Yeah, they work. How many We have not reviewed a single VHS film. I know, we should. We should probably do the original VHS. Yeah, how many are there now? Are there four? Did they do like one, two, three, and then like 96 or whatever, or 94? Yeah, there's VHS, VHS 2, VHS Viral, and VHS 94. Okay. So yeah, four films. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we should cover one of those soon. We should. Yep. Uh, Okay, so Creepshow wasn't... In, on your radar for a pick? It wasn't, man. I, I think you're a bigger Stephen King fan than I am. So. Was VHS your, like, far and away? Or did you have a... What was your backup there? Uh, I think my backup was uh, Southland. Uh, Southbound? Southbound, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, we get that mixed up with Savage Land <laughs> oh, sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Actually, no, Creepshow was my number two. Uh, and then, yeah, Southbound was my number three. Uh, but then I was looking at my rating. I don't think I rated Southbound that high mm. anyway. But Yeah, I think we were both like three, three and a half. Okay. Southbound had one story that was incredible. Yeah. The hospital, the hospital room, line. the surgery type thing. Right. Uh, it was a good overall movie, but that, that one, I think, makes it yeah. stand out in people's minds. Cool. Or at least the people at this table. Sure. Yeah. No one, uh, I guess neither of us thought of like trick-or-treats or what's the other? Tales of Halloween. Yeah. 
I'm, yeah, I don't think, I don't remember your thoughts on Trick or Treat. I'm a little, Trick or Treat is totally overrated. Mm, That's my feeling. Um, I like Tales of Halloween better. Mm -hmm. Creep Show was my first choice, but Tales from the Hood was a a competitor. Yeah. I think I rated that higher than Creep Show. Oh, okay. But I think some of that might have just been surprised that Mm -hmm. I liked it that much just because I hadn't heard that much about it. Yeah. So I think like over time, I might be an even rating on those two. But okay. Yeah, that was a strong one. That was, really that was strong. You know what else was strong, which was a recent watch for us, was Mortuary Collection. Oh, yeah. That right. Whitney guested on. I like that one. That was a very good, very good anthology. I liked it too. It was a little whimsical for me. Wasn't mm. it like kind of a, a mystical or like kitty feeling it towards? It's like, silly. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's been Creepshow's legacy, I think, to an extent mm. with anthologies is that they're a little silly. A little goofy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath is actually a great anthology oh, film. Yeah. Mario Bava. Right, I forgot. That's like the first film we watched together, maybe? That's one of the first films we watched together. Yeah. Uh, that decided, <laughs> helped us decide to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's Creepshow 2 is actually a pretty good sequel. Okay. John Carpenter's Body Bags, Tales from the Crypt movie, mm-hmm. ABCs of Death. Um, there's many more. Christmas Horror Story. Oh, cool. Yeah. I know you love that one. Oh, we haven't buttoned up the Christmas film category yet. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you still have one on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that your last category? I think it's my last category. Yeah, I think it is. Cool. Um, wait, I haven't chosen found footage yet. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You got two more picks. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's see. I'm going to go to found footage. Okay. Blair Witch Project. Nice. Classic. That was pretty easy for me. Okay. Paranormal Activities, a close second, but... Yeah, Blair Witch is like top ten horror movie for me. Got it. Yeah, that's so interesting because we, we did we recently rewatched that one uh, a few months ago, right? And it's still it was like a five for you still. Yeah, yeah. I think Paranormal Activity and the Blair Witch Project are both fives for me. Sure. I mean, we came up with the the found footage movement a little bit, right? Like we were, and that's kind of around the time you and I started watching movies together. Was right in the found footage boom, like uh, early two thousands. Uh, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, Blair Witch Projects is 1999, and then there was kind of a gap where right. there weren't many good ones. But, man, yeah. To have so to be so blown away in the theater, and then, honestly, when I think of all the movies we've covered and the times I've been scared, I can probably count on one hand. Sure. Blair Witch Project, still I had you, seen yeah. it like five times, and it still scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, hey, about Blair Witch, you know how like there's certain uh, movies or bands that like you give a lot of... Uh, acclaimed to because of like the time they came out they're very innovative and groundbreaking you think if like Blair Witch that exact movie came out today as a new film uh given where we've gone with found footage it would still hold the same appeal that's a really good question I think it would get good reviews I think people would like it really I don't know that it would do as well it definitely wouldn't do as well as it did. Right. Because, I mean, it was just such a phenomenon. Exactly, yeah. But critically, and in the minds and hearts of horror fans, no, I don't think it'd be as highly regarded, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. But I don't think that's fair. Like, I... God, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think a lot of it was at the times, and, like, this is a new format. It was, like, such a cool proof of concept, and then, yeah, such a, like, unique story to tell and way to tell it. But I just feel like I found footage... Like, paranormal activity, to me, I feel like raised the bar significantly, like, making it a little more polished and, like a better like build up towards the end. Whereas I think watching Blair Witch this time, I didn't feel like the build up was as impressive as I remembered. But did you feel like it's still like night to night kind of built up 
in a, like a scary way. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's focus on the characters and the collapse of the characters and their relationships. Oh is yeah, a strength that isn't really considered. I think that's part of what makes it so watchable. That's true. Um, they do go like hysterical, pretty like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Other, yeah. <laughs> and I almost wonder if critically we'd be even more open to it now because I know at first. I think there were some people who were just like, oh my gosh, it's this whiny woman on screen, like <laughs> crying the whole time. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think people would be less likely to like hate on that now. Sure. But you're right. I mean, I think it almost makes me frustrated that you even bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just feel like it's, it's unfair to like take yeah. a movie out of its, it's uh, when it came out. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. an interesting thought experiment for sure. And it's yeah. fun to talk about, but it's right. just like impossible. Cause then you'd be comparing it yep. to all the movies that were influenced by it. Yeah. And it would look like a ripoff. Yeah. But if you made a pie chart of like what makes so, uh, like a movie so good, like, was it like a great story or like, was it, um, done really well or like great acting or something. I, I know like a chunk of Blair Witch, like what makes it so good is just how like unique it was for its time. Uh, so that gives it like some kind of advantage, I think. Right. I, yeah. But the, I think the uniqueness for its time is like what makes it stand apart. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're seen, if you've seen it five times and you're still scared by it, that's a I don't I mean. think I'm alone in that journey with Blair Witch. Okay. Then there's something to it. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the phenomenon. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying too. <laughs> it, for some reason, it just dawned on me that we should tell the listeners who, anybody who listened at least to There's Someone in Your House episode. Oh, that film? That we have salt and vinegar chips on hand. Oh, yeah, totally. Ostrin tried one, <laughs> said it was pretty good. Yeah. I've eaten nearly the whole bag in like six hours. Tonight, we're going to get into the Flaming Hot Cheetos. And we haven't tried the Flaming Hot Cheetos yet. Yeah, I know. I think I know. maybe we should taste them before, I know. before these run out before this episode's over oh sure sure yeah i think you will find yourself in for the one person that's gonna find that entertaining exactly <laughs> uh okay so have we oh wait a minute i'd like to say everything that was on that found footage list oh yeah yeah i think so oh yeah paranormal activity right contender paranormal if you had to pick another paranormal movie would you say threes in the running too uh paranormal activity three yeah 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 totally that was I, such a great one i don't remember two very well mm -hmm. i remember liking it but three, I remember being like, shit, they did it again. Yeah, that was so great. Yeah. Uh, also had a Taking of Deborah Logan, would you put Yeah, that Taking of Deborah Logan is up there. Yep. Uh, Wreck as well. Wreck. Uh, the Visit? The Visit, strangely. M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit. I know. I think is one of the best found footage movies of all time. Isn't like, it? Like, if you made a top ten, I think it'd be on the top ten. I think so too, man. Uh, I, was, I feel like it doesn't get enough credit. Uh, that I don't film. think so either. It's pretty yeah. entertaining. It was. It was really good. Was that? I think it was at a time where his stock was so low that they didn't even they didn't really promote it as like an M Night Shyamalan. His film. stock was really low. Yeah. And when it came out, I had a feeling you and I were like, "Well, let's see what this is." <laughs> yeah. And then there's like the kid rapping oh. in some of like the promotional materials. So yeah. She's like, "This is stupid." Yeah. And that is maybe even kind of stupid, but the movie is a success. It was solid, man. Yeah, great yeah. twists and stuff. I liked it. Um, what else? Let's see, Cloverfield? Yeah. Did you, you saw that one? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You see it? Yeah, I like that one. I still haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, I'd like shit. to cover that sometime. That's a good one. Yep. It could be a good sequel, September pick. Right. Um, Cannibal Holocaust, Lake Mungo, mm. VHS, you picked VHS, okay. Troll Hunter, Creep. What We Do in the Shadows I saw on a list. Oh, interesting. Mockumentary. Right. So I guess it counts. Yep. Uh, Savage Land I, was a movie you and I... I feel like not many people have heard of. Mm. That's like a zombie mockumentary. Yeah. And it's very light on the horror, but it's like kind a of beautifully told story. Yeah. I and it's that. just like kind of unsettling. It's it like is. 
it plays it very straight. Right, right. Like it's you don't need like even... a town that was ravaged by zombies, and it's a documentary, a fake documentary about it. Yeah, you never like see the zombies or anything. There's no like uh, no attacks or anything. But like, yeah, it's kind of like after the fact, after the fact, right? Yeah, they're looking at like yeah. There, I think there's one single shot that is scary. Uh huh. But it's not like any jump out kind of. It's just like unsettling. Yeah. And it's it wouldn't be unsettling unless you had just watched the entire movie. You know, to see that image by itself would just be like. Yeah, fine. Sure. But like but in the, in the emotional scene. place that the movies put you in, it's like, whoa. Yeah, right. Yeah, those those really unique films. I think Kyle recommended that, right? Shout I think out so. to Kyle. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, another movie. Oh, there's Ty West, The Sacrament. There's mm-hmm. As Above, So Below, The House is October Gold. A movie I keep hearing about, I think a listener has requested it. I think it's been discussed on the Discord. Is something called Be My Cat, a film for Anne. What? I, I know very that. little about it. Yeah. But I've heard some people say this. It's pretty awesome. Cool. I'll have to unique. check that out. Is that on Shutter or something? I don't know. Okay. Be My Cat? Be My Cat. The story of a Anne? A film for Anne. Oh, a film for Anne. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, let's see. Have we buttoned up every list? Uh, I think I have one. we each have one more pick, right? I cannot keep track of this. Yeah. We just went on a hike and I'm drinking a beer <laughs> and I feel drunk. All the dehydration is yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have. Yeah. It's like 90 degrees. I should have hydrated a bit more after the hike. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I've got uh, a vampire film. What do you have left? Okay, okay. Um, I should have something left, right? Yeah. You picked your foreign language film, did you? I did. I haven't picked oh. my Christmas film. Oh. So you've got vampire at that Christmas. Okay, got it, got it. All right. So, yeah, my vampire film. Was I'm actually changing from what it was. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you picked what, what I had. Um, I had left the right one in. But my backup was A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. But I want to, you know, I think both of those are, like, pretty artsy, right? And, like, kind of mm-hmm. fall into, like, foreign uh, artsy vampire films. So I'm going to take a left turn and go the 80s Fright Night. I think that was uh, a cool vampire film. Uh, fit the vibe of the 80s really well. Um, and, uh, yeah, pretty creepy actually, uh, with, with the neighbor and, uh, I forget who that actor was, but he was convincing, convincing vampire. Yeah. What's that guy's name? He was in, in a bunch of Child's Play. Yeah. Oh man. Great hairstyle. What the hell's that guy's name? I want to say Kevin something, but that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool sure, guy. Yeah. But yeah. Sex, cool guy. Sexy guy. Sexy guy. Yeah. Really played up that, that angle. So, yeah. Cool, well, cool. I think your pick of Friday Night there really seals the deal. I, yeah. I think that that's <laughs> the nail in my coffin. <laughs> All right, well, what's your uh, Christmas pick, though? Uh, well, let me read off some of the vampire, vampire movies films? that were okay. on the table. Yep. My third pick, after the... Let the Right One In was first, Fright Night 2, but I also thought about From Dust Till Dawn. That movie's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, those I forgot those were a bunch of vampires. I thought they were zombies. It's not structured like a typical vampire movie. Yeah. But I think that's kind of what makes it special. And uh, that was Robert Rodriguez, yep. I think. Robert Rodriguez with a Quentin Tarantino script. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you had the toe in there. The Great toe movie, yeah, right? That's why you, you <laughs> yeah. had some foot, sensual feet in the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a really fun movie. I a lot of fun, yeah. Um, Fright Night remake, maybe even in consideration. I know, I think we both liked that one a lot. We both liked that a lot. I think the two, I think some of the fan favorites would be Near Dark, Fright Night, and The Lost Boys. Yeah. It's funny how many of these movies have shown up in multiple categories. Yeah. Oh, Lost Boys. That's such a good one, too. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to uh, like, uh, or liked 30 Days of Night as well. I know we were down Yeah, on we were pretty down. We recently, someone was frustrated with me for how much I hated that movie. <laughs> and then I looked back on my notes because I felt bad, and I was yeah. like, yeah, that movie sucks. 
<laughs> I don't feel bad about that. Feel pretty kind in that one, yeah. Uh, let's see, Blade, What We Do in the Shadows, Bliss, mm. Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992, mm-hmm. Nosferatu, Let Me In, Jacob's Wife, Salem's Lot. Yeah, Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, I was wondering, did, did people mention that one? Is that make like yeah. top list? Yeah, I don't know if it does or not. Is then that, there's like the original Dracula from 1931 and Christopher Lee's Horror of Dracula from 1958. Sure. Black um, Sunday. Yeah. Mario Bava. Yeah. Uh, did you say Blackula? Hmm. <laughs> I didn't mention Blackula, but sure, that's a contender. Sure. Ganja and Hess, another oh. horror noir. Right, right. Movie. Uh, cool. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, vampire films. Uh, the uh, Tom Cruise is in Interview with the Vampire, right? Yes, Tom okay. Cruise and Brad Pitt. And, very, and wow. Kirsten Dunst. Wow, that's quite a cast. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. You want to jump to your last category then? Yeah, Christmas film. Well, I have Black Christmas and Inside were both on my radar for that, but I picked Inside already. You had Inside as a Christmas film? Mm-hmm. It was at Christmas? It was at Christmas. Oh. I think it's been picking up steam as like an anti-Christmas movie. Oh, my God. Interesting. Not anti-Christmas, but, you know, a yeah. Christmas movie that's not like... Yep. Doesn't have the Christmas charm. Sure. Boy, I got to pick Gremlins. I mean, Krampus is up high on the list, mm-hmm. but I got to go with Gremlins. Yeah. It's I think so fun mm-hmm. and entertaining. Yeah. And it kind of holds up. It does, man. It's, it's not perfect. No, it's funny how much we loved Gremlins too, surprisingly. I know, we like Gremlins too better than Gremlins. <laughs> I, we, I think we got a little shit for that. Oh, okay. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was like straight up comedy, though. That was, that was so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gremlins one was great. I think I, uh, that's like just a classic you have to give props to. What year was that? Like 80-something? Gremlins, I think, was 1984. Oh, okay. I want to say. Oh, man, man, you got black... You're totally winning this thing. <laughs> uh, Is that a surprise? Okay, so here's a, a category where I think there's a big drop-off. Okay. Black Christmas, Gremlins, Krampus, Inside. And then what? Great horror movies. Christmas horror. Yes. Yeah. Better Watch Out, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Anna and the Apocalypse, Jack Frost, Black Christmas 06 in 2019, A Christmas Horror Story, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that could be up high. The Lodge, Christmas Evil, various others. Yeah. Jack Frost, actually, I might bump up towards the top because that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, just on comedy. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah but, but I no. just feel like the rest aren't that highly regarded. I know. That's pretty fair. I wonder, I, I think it's hard to do a c- combo Christmas horror film. Uh, isn't Puka, did you say Puka as well? Puka, I didn't mention Puka. I think that's, that's a, a, a Never saw that one. I haven't seen that either. But yeah, it's crazy how, how low the bar uh, drops after yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, on these lists where I'm recapping the things that were left on the table, listeners, they're not all inclusive. I'm, I'm sure yeah. I'm leaving out plenty of options. Big yeah. Turkey came up with like 40 horror Christmas horror movies. Holy so shit. <laughs> I didn't mention all those. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to hear from listeners like what other movies in these genres they would have mentioned. Yeah. Feel free to let us know. Like if you, if you had something you would have picked that wasn't even on our list of like what we even considered. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so many movies in there. Yeah. Um, man, I can't believe... Uh, Gremlins like uh, missed the nineteen eighty three category by a year. That's that's us. oh yeah yeah so close. It's funny too because if you look at nineteen eighty two and nineteen eighty four, they both have like two or three movies that are like all time classics. Like it's probably nineteen eighty three doesn't re- Videodrome's the closest thing it has, I think. Yeah, uh, Sleepaway Camp maybe too. Was Friday the Thirteenth nineteen eighty two like the first one? No, uh, the first one was nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty two has the thing. 
Oh, okay. And 1984 has A Nightmare on Elm Street. Damn, wow. And 1983 has Psycho 2. Yeah, I guess we were the scariest things to come out of 1983. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think, I think I read through all these lists, which I don't even know if that's enjoyable for the listeners to read everything on the table. Yeah. But I think I forgot to read some of the things that both of us probably considered for the pre-1996 slasher that's not Freddie Michael Jason. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Black Christmas, The Burning, Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Sleepaway Camp, My Bloody Valentine, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Psycho 2, mm-hmm. maybe Psycho, yeah, maybe depending Psycho, on what yeah. your definition is, Right. April Fool's Day, My Bloody Valentine, The Mutilator, Pieces, Hell Night, Prom Night, Maniac, mm-hmm. probably many more that we don't even know. We, yeah. have, we have a few, shout out to Mike L, Old Man JB, and Big Turkey. I feel like they are they masters slashers. of 80s slashers, Yeah, they could throw... Way more titles into the running. Did you say Chopping Mall or whatever? I don't... I don't know if I consider that a slasher. Was that tech horror? Sci-fi? It is a tech horror, oh, really. Oh, okay. I mean, you it's not thought of that way, but it totally yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It's structured like a slasher. Sure, sure. Um, what was your pick again? Yours was Texas Chainsaw. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was fun. I feel like we could do this again. It, yeah. You can just make really unique categories. Right, and yeah. And then just... Do it infinitely. I know. I love like the the strategy play here, uh, and I love beating you at things. So yeah, consume my things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a done deal. Um, <laughs> so I mean, like, do you want to read off your your ten versus my ten? Or are we going to post these? Yes, I would like to do that. Okay. Um, but I also don't even know if I have the capacity to do that. I feel so unorganized. Okay, let's do okay. it. Okay. Movie from nineteen eighty three. My choice was Psycho two. Your choice was Sleepaway Camp. Right. Movie from 2018, my choice was A Quiet Place, your choice was Hereditary. Right. Anthology film, my choice was Creepshow, your choice was VHS. Yep. Christmas film, my choice was Gremlins, your choice was Black Christmas, 1974. Yep. Three Masters on the Rise, Peel, Eggers, uh, Aster, your choice was Get Out, mine was The Witch. Mm-hmm. Directed by a woman, mine was The Babadook, yours was Censor from 2021. Yep. Vampire movie, my choice was Let the Right One In from 2008. Yours was Fright Night from 1985. Mm-hmm. Foreign language film, mine was Inside from 2008. Yours was Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. What is that, 2015 maybe? Uh, yeah. 2016? Probably somewhere. Uh, pre-1996 slasher that is not the big three slasher killers. Mm-hmm. Mine was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yours was Candyman. Yep. Found footage film, mine was The Blair Witch Project. Yours was Host. Cool. I actually, upon reading that back, you think it might be closer than I thought. You think you're in the game? I'm in the game. <laughs> okay. I still don't think I, lo- I won. Yeah. But I'm in the game. All right. We shall find out. It's also interesting because uh, I feel like all the movies you just mentioned, for most of those categories, like, I had those too. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if it's just, like, strong alignment between us. Like, do we both have, like, similar tastes here? Or are these just, like, the consensus? Like, these are the top ones there and there's, there isn't too much to pick from. Dude, if you go through our spreadsheet mm-hmm. where we've collected all of our ratings... We are surprisingly in sync. Really? Yeah. Okay. We very rarely vary more than like half a star Wow. in our zero to five star ranking. Is that common when you have like critics, like a group of critics, uh, like the uh, Siskel and Ebert type thing? Uh, do you, I, I feel like you'd want them to be like on different ends. Right? Yeah, I think it's bad. I think we yeah. should, I think there should be more <laughs> conflict in our show. There should be, yeah. You idiot. <laughs> um... I think that we're in sync. We're pretty in step. Most yeah. of the other like podcasts or shows I've watched or listened to, they vary a lot more. Yeah. And you can very clearly tell the people's personal taste. Sure. And I think we're 
a little unpredictable, mm-hmm. but also predictably insane <laughs> somehow. And uh, do you think, like, uh, given this is like our four years doing this, we've come more in sync or are we growing? I, th- I feel like we're growing more together versus apart. I think we've become even more in sync. Shit. Yeah. But every once in a while, we've got curveballs. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I think that's just like the nature of like doing stuff together like this, right? You're gonna we're watching the same movies and stuff, and we're gonna be talking to each other and like sharing thoughts and feedback. And yeah, I just like that's natural. Like probably seven, eight years from now, we'll be the same person. I think, yeah. Unfortunately, I think our views are as we share our views with each other, they're kind yeah. of blending into one. Right, right. And I think we also had certain biases. That have been worn down the more we watch horror. Mm-hmm, totally. And I think like that's maybe anything. The more you get into a thing, you learn to appreciate all facets of the thing. Totally. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, well, cool. I mean, yeah, hopefully we get a few more uh, differences in the next year. Yeah, I think so too. And I I always think like, oh, we're going to like run out of big titles to cover. But there's yeah. still like many top 25, top 50, top 100 horror movies that sure. we haven't covered yet. Sure. We've named and, a few. And big titles always coming out, too. Yeah. So that helps. Um, how long are we at? Is this a long show or a medium show? Uh, or what's... I think we're at like an hour and two minutes. Okay. Well, that's nice and healthy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope Later. that was enjoyable, listeners. I will post the list of both of those film or both of those quote-unquote teams, and you can vote on who has the stronger team. Yeah. And the winner will have to buy the other one some jukebox swag. Nice. It's been an awesome four years. We look forward to many more. We want to thank some people, right? Yeah, let's say thanks. Speaking of jukebox swag, we'll thank Alex, our friend who owns the jukebox bar and restaurant in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. He has provided Ohio connections. I don't know how long I used to do it, but he's probably been doing it for like two years. At least, yeah, yeah. He connects every movie to our home state of Ohio for us. I can't believe all the stuff we've learned uh, from those connections. Yeah. Some really cool effects. Well, Alex, too, he's not into horror. Right. But he's got a fairly encyclopedic knowledge of movies. He likes right. movies a lot. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I think they might be easier for him than they are for me, the Ohio Connection. Got it. So thank you, Alex, for doing that. And I don't know. We've talked about maybe recording an episode from Jukebox at some point. Yeah, I feel like... We haven't asked him yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he'd be close. Shutting down the bar I think, like, on on an off time when he normally doesn't have the bar open. Yeah, yeah. Like a morning on a weekday. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for our five-year. That'd be kind of cool. I think it could be cool. Actually, I think that was a listener's idea, a Discord person's idea. Yep. Uh, We'd like to thank Amy May from Amy May Pop Art, who designed our logo. We do have a coaster set available. All you have to do, you could go to Etsy.com and look up Amy May Pop Art, or you could just Google Horror Movie Club Coaster Set. And we've got an awesome coaster set that has some pop art of horror characters and one of our logo. And if you type the code, I always forget to say this, Movie Club, in all caps, I think you get 15 or 20% off. Cool. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite things I own is, is one of those I coasters. I know. I drink, I, my beer is on one of those coasters every time we record. Nice, nice. I've got some by my podcasting station and some by my work. Oh, cool, yeah. Desk. Yeah. So thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much to all of our Discord people. We really feel like it's a community. We feel so lucky to have you. Ashwin and I have been talking for like 24 hours. Right. Just normal friendship speech. But we've talked a lot about friendship speech. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make t-shirts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We talked a lot about the podcast over the past day and how building a community was one of our goals. Not to credit us. More credit to you guys on Discord. It's just so cool what we have going on there, and I think we all feel like friends. 
Yeah, I think like every time I get on there, like I, I know you're on there a lot more than I am, but I learn like so much and it's so cool to read other people's thoughts on these films and like uh, the movies people are watching. And uh, yeah, just such a great dog. I, I feel like they also like did do a great job of like organizing watch parties together. Yeah, so, a lot of watch parties. Yeah. So like, not only is there heavy friendship speech on there, <laughs> but people are expanding each other's horizons with movies. Right. People are learning from each other. It's, totally. It's great. It's awesome. There's also a lot of, you know, potty humor on there that's <laughs> fun and has its place. Yeah, yeah. Some really cool characters. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So many cool characters. Um, so thank you to you guys. And speaking of Discord, shout out to Blake, who was seemingly our first listener. He was the first listener to reach out about the show. He told us we should start a Discord. I think he even told us we should do a Patreon, both of which have taken off largely, Thank, especially yeah. Discord. I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. So Blake, thanks for always being with us. Thanks for still being a prominent member of the community. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. Shout out to Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Everybody who's listened, everyone who's shared our podcast with people or interacted with us on social media. Yeah. People have left like feedback. Yeah. Uh, so it's helpful. Reviews, positive mm-hmm. and negative. Yep. Anybody else we want to thank? Uh, Do we say the Patreon people yet? We haven't. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank exactly. you so much. <laughs> Honestly, guys, we, yeah, yeah we, that was something we've been talking about too, is just blown away by the Patreon support. Yeah. That's been um, incredible. Like, Totally unexpected, right? Very like, unexpected. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys so much. And I'll, I'll, I'll read all of your names before we wrap up. Um, but yeah, I think we're also like thinking about like what else we can offer you guys and like yeah. ho- hoping to make it more worthwhile for you. Yeah, and I know, and yeah, full disclosure, time is hard for Ashwin and I to come by, but we always are cognizant of whether we're giving you guys content or not giving you guys content and feeling guilty. But we want to keep a steady stream of stuff there. And yeah, always open to ideas for stuff on the main channel or even the Patreon, Patreon channel. Stuff, yeah. Have you noticed how much I'm sweating? I just noticed this. Because <laughs> we have the AC off? I, oh, boxing. yeah, we turned the AC off for this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why am I? Um, I thought God, it was just because. AC was so loud in here. I think it was sweating because I was beating you in this game. So that you're just. <laughs> yeah, that might be part of it, too. <laughs> oh, shit. But it's not because of this jukebox t shirt. This Damn thing breathes like a... <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get one of those. Like a dream. Um, so yeah, Patreon supporters, thanks so much. And a lot of the Discord people have given suggestions too for types of episodes, and we can't always do everyone's suggestions. There's also this a crazy growing list of recommendations and requests that we can't always get to. Mm-hmm. But we appreciate it, and we keep a list of these ideas and of these movies, and, and hopefully we'll get to most of them eventually. Right. Um, before I list all the Patreon people, thank you buddy yeah thank you too this i can't is... believe we've stuck with it for four years i feel yeah. like every anniversary we have the same spiel i know but... i know but i would say like particularly the last two or three years like given what was been going on in the world it was really nice to have this and like this kind of dialogue uh going on with this community that we've built so uh yeah it's meant a lot it's, it's cool to have another year on our belts i think this has been a very special part of our lives mm-hmm. it has been and yeah thank you for editing every single episode oh yeah thanks for posting uh, episodes every time and building that community Sorry I have to kill you after this, but it's been good. Yeah, I am alone with Ashwin at an Airbnb in Wisconsin. If I don't, if you don't hear from me after this. Uh, cool. Anything else before we wrap up? I want to say all the Patreon listeners to give them a shout out. But uh, No, that's all I got. It's been okay. fun. All right, cool. Yeah, thanks, everybody. And thank you specifically to Blake, Kelly, Becca. This is everyone who's ever supported us even if it was a dollar and then you dropped off 
So Blake, Becca, Kelly, Travis, Martin, Brad, Tyler, Andrew, Amy, W, OG, Nick, Zach, Zach P, and Zach XX, James W, Night Owl, Lucinda, Jake L, Kenny, Tyler, Alan, Ian, Kristen, Christopher, Lonnie, Bill, Billy, Emily, Lisa, Landon, Tyler, Sloan, Catherine, Ryan, Stephen, Kate, Rob, Andrew, Jason, Ben, Amy M, Alex, Mark, Mike L, Don C, Tim, Adam N, Jordan, Bjorn, Amy S, Cooper, Sam, Moonmonk, and Margo. Thank wow. all you guys so much. We Thank really so appreciate much. it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. Really appreciate your support. And uh, until next time, the next time you meet Ashvin in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, make sure you send the exact address to a close <laughs> friend, or you might find yourself sitting here sweating as much as <laughs> Yep. Ha, ha, ha.